Crossroads live stream experience. We are so glad that you have joined us today. I'm Pastor Dummett, and I'm so glad to uh, have you in this online service with us, and we're excited. Uh, I know that this is not the most opportune uh, way to have church, but I hope that you are rejoicing and praising and worshiping with us in your home today. We are so thrilled that you have joined us, and uh, we feel like God has given us a word today, and I want to share that with you in just a few moments. But uh, just want to welcome you, and I want to just ask God to uh, bless our time together today. Lord, we thank you so much for each and every one that is joining us online and that will watch this later after it archives. And God, I pray that you would bless them and, and, and help them to draw closer to you through this time together. And God, let your peace and your uh, hope rest upon them through this time. And God, we will give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So today, uh, I want to encourage you to uh, get the e-bulletin. If you have not yet had a chance, get the e-bulletin. You can do that uh, by texting the number on the screen, uh, or you can get that right directly from our website today. Uh, very easy for you to do, and I want to challenge you to get the e-bulletin and follow along. There's some great song links on there uh, from some of the songs that you have heard today, and also uh, there is some great uh, opportunities for you to connect and see the scriptures and uh, some of the points that were made today. And also, if you're interested in following up after the service, uh, you can do some things like get in touch with us. You can uh, be reading the Bible together. All those things are available through the e-bulletin. So I want you to get that today. Take just a moment and do that now. And uh, we would encourage you to uh, just make sure that you are connected with us and uh, following along. There's a lot of things going on uh, with the rapid pace that we have right now. So uh, get the e-bulletin. Text the number on the screen, it will give you a link, or you can go directly to our website, thecrossrds.com, and click on the e-bulletin link. So today, as many of you know, uh, we are trying to abide by the recommendations of uh, local and federal uh, law enforcement agencies and our government uh, that they have asked us to stay quarantined. And so we are doing that to comply with the laws of the land. And uh, because of that, we are not, we don't have a big group of people here to worship together. But what we decided to do was we decided to go to the living room of uh, the Bonds and uh, Caitlin and Christy are going to lead us in worship today. And so as they lead us in worship, why don't you just take the opportunity to clap your hands, to lift your hands, to praise and worship. And uh, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. It's your home. Go ahead and uh, get your praise on today. Let's worship the Lord together with Caitlin and Christy Bond.
Oh, yes, you are, Lord. 
So we welcome you back. Wasn't that great? Isn't it great to be able to worship God together? And uh, we're doing it in so many different houses all across uh, Kentucky and Indiana and Ohio and many places that are watching us online today. It's so exciting to be able to worship together. Uh, even when we're not able to physically be together, we are together in spirit and we are worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And what an exciting time. Amen. This is uh, going to be a great and historic moment for the church. 
And uh, I'm looking forward to what God has in store. I want to just thank you again for joining us today. We are so glad that you're here. We welcome you, uh, and we hope that you are enjoying everything that you are experiencing so far. But we want to get into the Word of God, and we want to go to uh, the book of Psalm, uh, chapter 103. And we're going to look at Psalm 103, and we are going to get into the Word today. Uh, this is something that I put. I feel like God put into my spirit this week. This week that uh, uh, will be a blessing to each and every one, and uh, especially in the time, the day, and the age that we are living in right now, I just want to encourage you, I want to uplift you, and I believe that God is going to do some incredible things in your spirit in the next few moments. So if you would, let's turn to the book of Psalm, and we're going to look at Psalm 103, uh, verses 1 through 4, a Psalm of David, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, and who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. And then if you would, flip over just a couple pages, and I want you to look at Psalm 107, verses 19 through 21. It says, that, Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble. And he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. How many of you know uh, how many diseases there are in the world today? Well, <clears throat> I didn't. But I, I did look this up. And according to the World Health Organization a couple years ago, they said that there are at least... 14,199 codes for diseases or sickness that are known to modern medicine. Now, I know there's more than that now, uh, and the list is growing every year. But one thing that you can be sure of is that the, the disease and the infectious disease list, that is going to grow. But one of the things that I want you to understand is that some of these diseases, some of these sicknesses... They are treatable. They are curable. Most of us right now, uh, we are dealing with this global pandemic of uh, the COVID-19 virus or what people are calling the coronavirus. And we're talking about this because there is not a cure. There was not a cure at this present time. They believe that they have possibly found a cure. And so they are testing it on people. And so you've got a lot of those 14,199 diseases plus that uh, from a few years ago, that they're curable, they're treatable, but then you have some that are not, and there's no cure, and we don't know uh, how we're going to see. And so we, we do the very best we can to provide some elementary treatment to, to sustain life or to keep people alive through these times. And, and so what we have found and what we are dealing with now is we are dealing with how can we prolong life for sick people because we want them to live as long as possible. And I know that that is uh, a great thing for many people, but uh, that gives them hope that they can find a cure. And today we face this coronavirus and 
from what we've learned, it's, it, it started in the province of Wuhan, China, from a, a man that ate a bat. And I know uh, that sounds like kind of crazy, and that, that sounds far out, and it just sounds wild. But, but I will tell you uh, that it's kind of crazy that one person, one person's decision could bring so much disease, could bring so much pain, and could bring so much suffering into our world. But the scripture says that by one man's disobedience, Many were made sinners. Many uh, were brought into this realm of sin by the man, Adam, who sinned. And we understand that just like this, uh, this situation we deal with right now, we are brought under sin. We are brought under disease and sickness by the choice of one man. And who knows? Who knows when and where the next infectious disease will show up, and that may be very unsettling to you. And in a report just a few years ago by the American Medical Association to the people who classify diseases, they stated that there were 39 general categories for diseases in the world past and present. 39 general categories of diseases. I found that somewhat interesting that Jesus received 39 stripes upon his back. And it also tells me that by his stripes we are healed. For every general classification of disease with every sub-classification below it, Jesus has already paid the price for our healing. Jesus has already paid the price and made a way for us to receive healing. I want to tell you today that he is faithful to heal and he is faithful to deliver. Isaiah 53 verses 4 and 5. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are, somebody say we are, Come on, turn to somebody and tell them, say, we are healed. Amen. So the Bible tells us that Jesus was outwardly wounded for our transgressions. Transgressions are the sins that are, we commit against other people. They're usually outward sins. Then the Bible tells us that Jesus was bruised or inwardly wounded for our iniquities. Iniquities are the inner sins or the hidden sins that we usually don't let anybody else know about. <clears throat> Isaiah ties sin and sickness together. And he says Jesus suffered outwardly for our public sins. And then he suffered inwardly for our private and our hidden sins. And that with his stripes we can be healed. We can be delivered from both of them. Every one of us has either faced disease personally or at the very least we have known somebody or been close to someone who has. I, I heard the other day of somebody who was infected by this virus that I knew from a, a while ago and I began to pray for them. I heard about another guy uh, that was, was uh, facing the possibility of possibly being infected with this and and I know that there is a great fear in a lot of people right now. What if I get infected? What if I infect other people? What if I infect people that are close and mean a lot to me? And I want to just tell you, I understand your fear. I understand your concern. But you need to understand also that by his stripes, we are healed. I came to bring somebody hope today. Amen. That even if you do contract the disease, you can still be healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. He took stripes 
stripes upon his back for your healing. He was bruised inwardly. Amen. He took that pain and that, uh, that beating for you. This is not something that is easy for a lot of people to talk about right now because sin and sickness and disease has killed so many people that we love and so many people that we wanted to see cured. And so we prayed for them and we believed for them. And we thought, well, God's going to heal them, but then he did not heal them or he did not do exactly what we thought he was going to do. And so we sometimes have our faith paralyzed and we don't believe that God will do it again, that God could do it for somebody right now. Just because God didn't heal one person that we prayed for. Amen. I read a lot of people in my Bible that died and everybody that was living in the Bible day died. There's nobody that's still alive save Jesus Christ, and that's because he came back from the dead. Amen. But I want to tell you that even if somebody is healed, they will eventually die. Uh, and I know that that may sound very morbid, but you have to hear me. You need to understand this today. Every one of us knows somebody. Every one of us is in company of somebody that we love and that we hope never gets sick or that never dies because of a disease, especially a painful disease. I love the story of Lazarus. We find this story in the Gospel of John because Jesus makes this statement that he is not going to go see Lazarus while he was sick. And that kind of troubles most of us. They were friends, right? Uh, the, 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 he said, my friend Lazarus, is that any way for a friend to act? I'm not going to go see him. I know that I'm the healer. I know that people are healed whenever I, I, I speak to them or I lay hands on them or I tell them what to do. I, I understand this, but, you know, even if Jesus couldn't heal Lazarus, you would expect him to show up because they were friends, because his friend was near death. And when they told Jesus, Jesus, they said, hey, Jesus, he whom thou lovest, Lazarus, is sick. And I'm sure Mary and Martha did not understand why Jesus didn't just rush right in and save the day like he did so many other times. In fact, you kind of hear it in their tone of voice. Uh, through the conversation that they had in John chapter 11 when they said, we thought you would have shown up. We thought you would have come. Some of us uh, that are afflicted or know somebody who's afflicted with sickness and pain and disease and you've gone through that and you prayed and you thought that Jesus would come and you bought into the devil's lie that Jesus doesn't love you or that Jesus didn't rush in to save the day like you thought he should. But just because Jesus doesn't respond like we think he should does not mean that he doesn't love us. It doesn't mean that he doesn't care about us or doesn't care about what we're going through. That's where our faith and our trust in God have to come in. We've got to trust him even though we don't understand how he's doing what he's doing. I want you to know today that God really does care about you. He cares about what you're going through. He cares about those people and those things that you care about. And the scripture says he is working all things together for your good. And he is going to get the glory out of all of it. When it's all said and done, he's the one that's going to get the glory. He is the one, amen, that is going to receive the honor. I don't know how he's going to work it out. I don't know how it's going to turn out. But I do know that his word tells me by his stripes, I am healed. And so I'm going to stand hand on it. I'm going to claim healing. I'm going to claim deliverance in Jesus name. I heard a preacher say one time that Jesus loved me enough to be late. 
said he loved Lazarus enough to be late. Sometimes Jesus does his greatest work in us and through us. When all of the conventional methods have failed and we're left scratching our heads and wondering why didn't he come and why didn't he perform in the way that we thought he would. Mark 6, verses 12 and 13. And they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. Sometimes we wonder why Jesus doesn't take care of everything. Sometimes we wonder why he doesn't show up. Amen. But he is working. Amen. We have to trust him. Even when you can't trace what he's doing, you've got to trust that his, he has got your best interest in mind. I know some of you know this, but disease and sin, they go hand in hand. Until the fall of man in the garden and sin entering the world, there was no sickness. There was no disease. But now that sin is in the world, the effects of sin are everywhere in our world. Because of sin, disease affects every one of us. And I'm not saying that in every case that somebody who has a disease that they first sin to bring that disease upon them. I would in no means imply that. In many situations today, disease is hereditary and it's passed through our blood from one imperfect generation to another. And I would submit to you today that there are many people who bring sickness and disease into their life because of their own iniquity and transgression and that they allow to just stay unrepented of. And, and so they bring this upon themselves. But I'm not saying that in every case somebody who has a disease, it's because they first sinned. As a matter of fact, uh, the good news is that every one of us Today, it doesn't matter how we receive the sin or the sickness or the disease that we know that Jesus Christ can heal. Not only can he heal, but he can forgive and he can cleanse us from sin, which is at the root of all disease and sickness. There's a story about a man who was brought by his four friends to Jesus in Luke chapter 2 or Luke chapter 5 and Mark chapter 2. And I'd just like to share uh, this, this story here. Mark chapter 2 verse 3 is where we'll start. And they come unto him bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not get uh, come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, Why did this man speak uh, thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart, whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk, but that Ye may know that the Son of Man hath both power on earth to forgive sins. He saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, and took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. I want to tell you, there are some people that don't understand. There's other stories in the scripture that talk about how they wondered if this man had sinned or was it his parents? Who, whose fault was it for this, this disease? Whose 
fault was it for this man who was born blind? Was it because he did something or was it because his parents did something? Was it a hereditary problem? And I want you to understand, amen, that there is healing and deliverance for both. If you have sin in your life, you need to repent and you need to ask God to forgive you and you need to submit a prayer request so we can pray for you and come pray with you if necessary because the scripture says that the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now, in this man's case who was born blind, Jesus said it wasn't that he did anything wrong nor his parents. He said it was so that the glory of God could be manifested, so that God could get the glory, so that God's deliverance and his healing power could be shown. The scripture tells us in James chapter 5 verse 14, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I read and I, I was doing some study earlier this week and I read how early Pentecostals handled the quarantine of the Spanish influenza around the turn of the century. They obeyed the request of the government, but they acted in faith and they prayed for and they cared for those who were sick and dying. And I believe that we as the people of God need to pray and believe more than ever before that we will see healing, that we will see deliverance, and we will see things happen in the name of Jesus through faith. Is any sick among you? Amen. Are you dealing with something in your life right now? Whether it came because of sin or because of a generational curse, it doesn't matter. That curse can be broken off of you today. It doesn't matter if you've gotten sick or disease because of something that happened to you or something that you did yourself. I want you to know that the scripture tells us by his stripes we are healed if we will pray the prayer of faith. Amen. The prayer of faith will save the sick and if they have committed sins they shall be forgiven him. Amen. I want to close this today by praying over you. I believe, amen, in the power of prayer. I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe that his blood and the stripes that he took upon his back and the blood that was shed that flowed freely from his body. Amen. I believe it's still healing people today. I believe it's still delivering people today. And I believe in the blood to save us from our sins. I believe in the blood, amen, to release us from sickness and disease. And I know that there are many people that are worried and they're afraid and they're stressed out right now. They're not sure how things are going to happen. They're not sure what's going to take place over the next few months in our society. But let me tell you, there is hope for you today. Amen. Jesus is the healer of all our diseases. There is nothing that is too hard for him. I don't care if it's cancer. I don't care if it's uh, the coronavirus. I don't care if, if it's MS. Whatever you're dealing with right now, Jesus Christ wants to save you. He wants to deliver and heal you. Amen. And by his stripes, we are healed. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every sickness. I take authority over every disease and every pain that you're feeling right now. And in the name of Jesus, I release you to receive healing. I release you, hallelujah, to receive the power.
power of the blood in your life right now. I pray that every sickness and every pain would go from their body right now as they surrender themselves to you right there, wherever they are, in their living room, in their home, and uh, maybe it's somebody else's home right now. I believe, God, that you want to set free and deliver. I believe that there are those who are sick and in pain, and God, you want to set them free right now. They've been suffering with pain in their back. They've been suffering with pain in their legs, and God, you want to set them free right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing. Hallelujah. God, we receive healing from the stripes that were placed upon your back, and we receive complete and total healing right now. God, we don't have to beg. We don't have to plead. We just have to receive it as we surrender ourselves completely to you. God, we want you to do what only you can do. By your stripes, we are healed. We receive it. We surrender completely to you, and we allow your your, your blood that uh, wash away sin. God, we allow it to not only wash away our sins, but right now, we allow it to bring healing into our bodies. So God, each and every one that's listening, God, each and every one that's watching this, if they would just lift up their hands, if they can do that right now, if they can surrender to you, God, and they can say, this body belongs to Jesus. I trust you, God, with all of my heart, with all of my life. And I'm believing, God, that your blood was shed for my healing. I'm believing that by your stripes, we are healed. I am healed. By your stripes, Jesus, I am healed. I receive it right now in the name of Jesus. I command the pain to go from my body. I command sickness and disease to leave my body right now. I don't know with, with the COVID virus. I don't know. It could take me two weeks to figure out if I was even infected. But whatever, God, you know, Lord, right now, you know if I have it or if I don't. But God, you also know that you can deliver me. So right now, I receive my healing healing, whatever is wrong with my body, whatever's wrong with my mind, whatever's wrong in my spirit, whatever's wrong, God, with my soul, I receive healing and deliverance because you are faithful to deliver and you are faithful to heal. And I receive it right now in the name of Jesus. By your stripes, I am healed. Amen. Amen. I want you to know that if you have a prayer request or if you're feeling uh, that you need prayer right now, amen, I want you just to take a moment. We will respond to you uh, through comments. We'll respond to you through text. But I want you just to, to send us your prayer request. I want you to let us know what we can be praying with you about. Amen. We can even set up a phone call where I can call and pray with you over the phone and we can uh, give you some uh, personal time this week where we'll pray with you and buy his stripes, you will be healed. Amen. If you believe in the power of the name of Jesus, if you believe in the power of the blood of Jesus, you need to know this right now. Amen. His word is not going to return void. His word is as powerful as when it was spoken, as when it was penned. Amen. And so today we receive that. He is faithful to heal. He is faithful to deliver. There is no God like our God. Amen. I'm so glad that you have joined us today. I look forward to hearing your comments, reading your comments, and seeing what you have to say, and interacting with you this week, but I want you to move forward in faith. I want you to know that God is able, and I want you to just dispel fear out of your life. The Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear, and the perfect love of Jesus, amen, the love that drove him to the cross to receive those stripes upon his back, and to take that beating for you, and then to be crucified, amen, that love can cast out all fear. That's where our hope needs to lie. That's where our 
our strength and our trust needs to be right now is in Jesus Christ and his power to heal and to deliver. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Please interact with us uh, through the comments, through Facebook, through uh, YouTube, through uh, social media means and through texting and calling us. We want to connect with you. We want to pray for you. And I'm believing right now in the name of Jesus, we're going to see reports. Amen. In the next few moments, in the next few hours, in the next few days of people that are going to respond on here. They're going to comment. I was healed in my living room. I believe it. Amen. I, I believe that right now. I, I feel like God's spoken that into my spirit. You're gonna be, you're gonna be responding. I was healed. I had pain in my body, and now my pain is gone. I had pain in my legs. My pain is gone. My, my pain that was in my back, I wasn't able to move, and it's gonna be gone in the name of Jesus. I receive that healing right now.
or if this is the first time that you've interacted with us, we'd like to offer you a free gift just for connecting with us through our electronic connection card. Please text the word LOVE to 502-200-8425. Again, that's the word LOVE to the number 502-200-8425. We look forward to connecting with you. There are also several steps that you can take following today's message. Um, you can submit special prayer requests by adding them to your digital connection card or by simply texting them to the number 270-351-6060. Again, you can send and submit special prayer requests to the number 270-351-6060. And we are standing by to pray with you. If you are ready to experience water baptism in Jesus' name, please text us so that we can set up the arrangements. We can make that happen today. And we would also love to encourage you to read through the Bible with us in the YouVersion Bible app. We can read the Bible together daily and even post our prayer requests um, and different comments as we read through it together. Um, a link is provided in the e-bulletin and even in the comments here. Please stay tuned and or subscribe to our Facebook page, YouTube, and live stream channel um, for future updates and events. Um, please let us know if you have any questions or if something's getting lost in translation or if you're confused on where to look for our different services. Um, thank you so much for staying connected during this time of social distancing and we look forward to seeing everyone again. Hey everyone, my name is Ted Abbott. I'd like to talk to you today just for a brief moment. Recently, I visited the website givingwhatwecan.org. On the site, there's a simple tool that calculates a person's wealth based upon what other people make around the world. For kicks, I put in an annual income of $40,000 a year with a one adult household. I was surprised to find that this person would be in the richest 2.1% of the world's population. They would actually earn 29 times the global average. The tool also allowed me to see what it would be like if that same person donated 10% of their income. They'd still be in the richest 2.7% of the world's population and earn 26 times the global average. Sometimes it's easy to think about what we don't have versus what we do have. The truth is, many of us are rich in comparison to those around the world. Proverbs 22.9 says, He who is generous will be blessed, for he gives some of his food to the poor. While God doesn't say how we will be blessed, we can be confident that our generosity is seen as an act of worship to God. When you give to our congregation, you can be confident that a portion of everything that comes in goes to those who are less fortunate. We have been blessed, and as a church, we want to bless others. I want to encourage each of you to pray about your giving today. We are so thankful for the faithfulness of our members in giving back to God. We are grateful of the blessings He has given to us. We give freely today because we know that God loves our cheerful giving. We have a very few easy options if you would like to give to the Crossroads today. One, you can text the word GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 502-200-8425. You can give online by going to our website or in our Church Center app. If you'd like to give in person, 
please text us at 270-351-6060 and we can make arrangements for you to stop by the church and drop off your giving. We can also arrange for one of the finance team to meet you to pick up your giving if you're not able to come to the church. They can also bring you envelopes that you can mail back to the church via the U.S. Postal Service. I'd like to thank you so much for your giving today, and we know that God will bless you. Have a great day. Hey, before we leave, I just want to encourage you to stay tuned because King's Kids will be going live shortly, and you do not want to miss that. And uh, we look forward to having some live interaction with you following the service today. You can find a link and uh, be a part of the live interaction we're going to have uh, a live uh, interaction in just a little bit. So thank you so much for joining us today. Stay tuned. There's more to come. Your Sunday is not over with the Crossroads.